Welcome to the Rhythm of Us podcast. We're your hosts, Chris and Jenny Gravy. This past year, we released a book we've been pouring our hearts and souls into for quite some time, and it's called The Rhythm of Us. And it's available now wherever you get your books. Throughout this season, we'll be exploring the five rhythms from our book, as well as sitting with and learning from wise leaders, mentors, and friends in our life about the intentional rhythms that can lead us closer to God and closer to each other. All right, well, here we are on the very last rhythm of this series. This has been so much fun. Yeah, this has been really great. Thank you, all of you who've been uh, along with us for this ride. It's been really incredible. Yeah, it's been really neat, too, just to, just the people reaching out, seeing us emails, reaching out on social media. You guys are doing it. So <laughs> it just means so much to us. You know, I think sometimes we, you stare into this microphone, you put it out in the world, and you just pray, God, do something. Yeah. And uh, it seems like he really is, and that's just so exciting. Yeah, thank you again for all of you who have been tuning in every week and practicing these rhythms with your spouse. It really is incredible. And we believe in the power of these rhythms because we've seen them bring so much fruit in our marriage and in the marriages around us. So it's really incredible to hear some stories starting to roll in um, from you guys to hear what God is doing in your marriage and your family. Thank you so much for reaching out. I didn't even know that you could (laughs) send voicemails through Instagram. But we've <laughs> we've gotten like some like a voice memo, like a voice memo, and yeah. that is so fun to hear. So we say every week, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you if you're working on these rhythms. And so it's been great to hear from some of you. If you didn't know that you could leave a voice memo through Instagram, you can. I'm not sure how, but you can figure it out. <laughs> I feel like we're like, hey, there's this new thing called social media out there. Oh my it's pretty gosh. cool. I just don't have time. <laughs> we have five kids. I don't have time to learn all the things, but I'm so grateful yeah. when we get to use technology for yeah. fun things like this. Yeah. So with that being said, hey, for all of you who may have a question for us, leave a voice memo inside the DM feature at Instagram, and we will do everything we can to maybe put your question on air and answer it as best as we possibly can. So really exciting stuff happening out there. But let's dive into this fifth rhythm, the rhythm of awe. The rhythm of staying in awe. I love this one. You know, it was really neat when we started the project. We pretty quickly had kind of the first four rhythms Mm -hmm. in place. We knew what those were going to be. And then we prayed for a while on that fifth rhythm. And it was really neat when God gave us the idea for the fifth rhythm. It made everything click into place. Um, And I really feel like this rhythm is the cherry on top. It's the shift. It's the mindset shift. It's the perspective shift that really can motivate all the other rhythms to flow from such a natural place. So I just feel like it's so powerful. Yeah, the other ones have a real element of practicality to them, right? You could even plan adventure, mm-hmm. right? But this one is, it really is a mindset, a heart shift. Yeah. And I always like to talk about, I mean, when we discovered awe, when God really gave it to us, it was a special day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to tell the story, for those of you who read the book, you're going to know this, but awe really came from, you know, every morning I wake up just slightly before you. <laughs> and Depending the on the morning. <laughs> Just a little bit. So I can get a head start, get the coffee made, but also find myself um, in our office, which is positioned right at the end of the stairs. I can see anybody coming down the stairs, our little kids scurrying down, but I can also see my wife when you wake up and walk down the stairs. And I just found myself, I just was like, I looked, I know it's morning and you're like stumbling to try and find coffee. But in that moment, I was just in awe. I just found myself going, wow, like 
that is my wife. She has said yes to me, and she said yes to me again today after all of my failings that I have. And it was really in that moment that God was just like, hey, the, the fifth rhythm is the rhythm of staying in awe. And when we talk about all of these rhythms, again, I'll say it and I'll say it again, it all comes from our core relationship with Christ, our core relationship with God. We need to be speaking life to God. We need to be serving the Lord. We need to be slowing down with him, seeking adventure, and we also need to be in awe of who he is. And this is one of those things that you go, okay, well, how does this practically play itself out in your life? And, you know, I also think about like for us, when we pass by a sunset, you just stop and you go, wow, the sky is painted with purples and orange and yellows and blues and it's so magical. You get stopped in your track and you can't help but feel that that awe, that, that kind of inspiration that comes over top of you. I know one of the ones for me is when I'm driving down the road in the backcountry roads here in Tennessee and I see a horse just running in a field, you just go, man, that thing is doing what it's meant to do. It just catches my attention. I stop, I'm, I have wonder. I have awe. I'm inspired by what's happening. Really, that's kind of the crux and the idea of being in awe, being in awe of who God is, that he gave you breath today, that he gave you this beautiful person who says yes to you, who could be the the mother or the father of your children, and that you are in awe that they're right there alongside you. And you get to do this thing called life with them, and it's just an awe-inspiring thing. Yeah, and so the basic idea of staying in awe Awe is about how we see. It's about choosing to see life as an unbelievable gift. Mm -hmm. You know, it's humbling ourselves. It's grounding us in the reality that this life we've been given, this marriage, this family that we've been given is a great gift from God. It's not a burden to bear. Mm -hmm. And so it's an incredibly powerful practice and rhythm in our life and in our marriage together because it shifts our perspective and it changes the way that we can live from that place of awe and live from that place of gratitude towards the life that we've been given as opposed to just surviving one more day, <laughs> right? And so the truth is, this is reality. Life is a great gift. Whether mm-hmm. we choose to believe it or not, the yeah. gift has been given to us. And I love what Tyler Statton says, there's no better response to a gift giver than to enjoy the gift. There's no sweeter worship than to enjoy the life that God has given you to live. There's just the strength that comes from viewing life that way Mm -hmm. and viewing your spouse that way. It's easier to love them. It's easier to speak life over them, to serve them, to slow down and be present with them, to invite them into adventures with you when you see them as the remarkable gift that they are, um, as opposed to somebody that you're just surviving life with, Mm -hmm. right? So every day that we wake up, we can choose to see them as a gift or we can choose to see them as just a fixed part of our life. And when we make that shift, it makes all the difference. Yeah, I I think, you know, one of the best ways when people go, okay, can you help me crystallize this? You know, I'm trying to capture a feeling or a moment. And the way that I always try to help people understand it is think back to your wedding day. Your wedding day was the day. You, you talk about like hope and looking towards the future. You know, you there's nothing but upside, right? right. You're going, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> and this person said yes to me and your friends are there and you're celebrating. And it's just, there is awe all over the place. The second you see your bride as they open those doors and you know you're moments away from becoming one for the rest of your life. 
Well, I look back and go, man, that was a really special day. I mean, we, we had a, such an amazing wedding day, but I look now, 17 years into the future here with five kids, a wild adventure, um, I'm still in awe of you, but it's completely different in that moment. That I was hopeful for a future, what we could be. Who We didn't know the ups and the downs and all that were coming, but I'm in awe because I've seen us in the hard seasons and we've come through it. I've seen it when I've struggled on something and you've struggled in the season or our kids have gone through something and we've gotten to walk through together. And so there is this moment now that I sit here 17 years in and I look towards the future and I'm in awe and have hope of what God is going to do because I've seen what he's done together through us and what he's done in us, how he's grown you, how he's grown me. There truly is a magic when it comes to cherishing where you've come from, celebrating what God has done, being in awe of that. The fact that you're still married in a society, in a world that tells you, hey, it's five years, it's hard, I give up. But those who have walked through it on the other side, have built trust together, have leaned into Christ together, become stronger. And that that rhythm of awe continues to grow as they go, look, you know all the things that I struggle with and you still say yes to me and you still want a future with me. I mean, that is, that is something to be in awe of. And ultimately the same thing bodes true for God. He looks at us every day and says, I love you, I'm for you, I have a plan for you, I call you my child, I want you. Let's step into the life that God's called us as followers of Jesus Christ, but also let's step in as couples, locking arms together on an amazing adventure and journey and be in awe of the fact that we are still together and God is still moving in our lives and in our family. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We'll get back to the show in a minute, but real quick, I just wanted to remind you to order a copy or two or three of my parents' new book, The Rhythm of Us. All right, let's get back to the show. One of our mentor couples gave us this illustration to think about it this way. They talked about keeping the jungle people alive. (laughs) If you pre-ordered the book and you got that conversation that we had with Mark and Jan Foreman, you know exactly the story we're talking about. If you didn't, you can still go watch that video. I still watch it all the time, honestly. (laughs) I go back and watch it because I just love learning from them. They're incredible. But they talked about this idea of when we come together as a couple, we appreciate all the incredible mysteries and adventures about each other, right? But then along the way, we start adding good things, Mm -hmm. but we add jobs and we add children and we add you know, things that we're responsible for. And we start moving away from that jungle person that we were when we first got married. (laughs) Wild. Right. Wild and... (laughs) Carefree. Yes. And I think just curious about each other. for sure. The idea is that like, I don't know everything that there is to know about you. You are a wild creature (laughs) to be known and discovered. You know, that's how we enter into marriage with that idea. And somewhere along the way, we lose that idea. Mm -hmm. But if we can recover that, sense of curiosity about our spouse and remember that they are changing and shifting and growing Absolutely. right in front of us and we get a front row seat to right, that. Right. So if I can pray and ask the Lord to spark that curiosity in me again to see my spouse as the jungle person <laughs> and not just as a fixed part of my life that yeah. I already know, um, it changes everything. Yeah. So you're probably thinking to yourself, great, ah, where do I even go (laughs) from here? Perspective shifted. Yeah, right. (laughs) What are some ways that you can practice this rhythm and start to see this flush out in your everyday life? Yeah, so a couple really practical things that you can do to start practicing this rhythm of awe in your life and in your marriage. 
the best place always to start is prayer. Mm -hmm. Pray for what you lack. That's what the word says. So this week we can ask the Lord to give us eyes to see our spouse as that jungle person, to Mm -hmm. give us the curiosity to lean into their life and learn about them, to look for things that you can marvel at about them, to look for those gifts like we talked about um, in previous weeks. Ask God to give you the eyes to see the awe that is all around you. And then when those moments come, when they stop you in your tracks, take the time to stop in that moment and offer up a silent gratitude uh, for your spouse, for the gift that they are to you, and for that moment where you can just be grateful Mm -hmm. for who they are and the life that you have together. Yeah, another one that, that we like to talk about a lot is the idea of gratitude, just being grateful and looking around your life, specifically at your spouse, and how God has interwoven and connected you two together to, to kind of shore up each other's shortcomings and step in where maybe you're weak and they're strong, vice versa. And so there's a moment you can just practically look around and go, wow, God, I now look with some intentional eyes and see how grateful I am for this person. You know, it gives you an opportunity and perspective to really look around, be grateful, and celebrate what God has done in your life. There is always something you can be grateful for. Yes, that's so true. I love that. And I want to acknowledge, if you're walking through a hard season with your spouse, sometimes it can be really hard to find the Mm -hmm. awe and find those things that you can be grateful for about your spouse. If they're driving you crazy or if you're just having a rough time together, it can be hard. And so I think just praying again for God to open your eyes to see what you have to be grateful Mm -hmm. for. There's always something, even if it's small, but finding those things that you can offer up with gratitude can really start to shift the culture between you and your spouse and move you towards that marriage that you're working towards. And then the last one is just looking for things to celebrate. Um, And this is the fun one, right? You know, you can go through life looking for the negative, finding the things Mm -hmm. that are going wrong and dwelling on those. There's always those, right, as well. Or you can look for things to celebrate. There's always opportunity for that as well. And when we do that, um, it starts to move us towards that rhythm of awe that we're talking Mm -hmm. about. So just small things when you're going throughout your day, um, finding things that you can actively celebrate about your spouse. What we have found is that when we choose to pause what we're doing long enough to acknowledge those glimpses of awe, it's like making a deposit in your awe tank. And over time, (laughs) each one of these moments really does add up to transform your heart and your attitude towards your spouse and towards your life. Um, And then when those hard moments do come, as they always do, then we have a sizable account of joy and awe to lean on and draw from. So good. All right, so with that being said, guys, we really hope you've enjoyed this series. This has been such a blast, babe. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Thank you guys again um, for being on this ride with us. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, hey, for those of you who are going to reach out to us on social, you can send us a voice memo (laughs) on Instagram. We'd love to hear. Now we know. Uh, But if you're not following us, you can look us up on all the social platforms. Obviously, if you haven't yet, head on over to therhythmofus.com. And if you haven't yet, grab a book for you and your spouse. Walk through the book together. We'd love to hear all about it. So that's a wrap for this series. Now we have all the five rhythms kind of unpacked. We hope that you'll go back and use these five rhythms. If you grab the book and you're going through it together as a couple, or if you're going through it with your small group, feel free to go back and listen through each of the rhythms as you're reading through the chapters. And we just hope that it will help you and bless you as you're starting to put these rhythms into your marriage. 
All right, well, as we transition out of this series, we got some really exciting stuff coming up on the horizon. We've had some great conversations with Ian Cron and Shauna Nequist, and we cannot wait for you guys to hear this and much, much more. So thank you so much for being on this journey with us. That's a wrap on this episode. We'll catch you next time on The Rhythm of Us.